Yo, yo. I know. <laughs> Shout out to my nephew. Yeah. Um, that was a good win. Shout out to the New York Knicks. They got the win tonight versus the Toronto Raptors. I really don't feel like I, I wrote notes for this game. But I really don't feel like going through my notes. I'm actually mentally tired. Uh, and when I say mentally tired, I'm just talking about life and work and stuff. I even called out of work today. I'm so mentally tired. So hopefully by Wednesday, I believe, I should be mentally strong again. So I, I'm mentally exhausted. Like, I couldn't even I – could, I know I'm mentally exhausted when I can't write notes for the basketball game. When I can't write notes, it's like it's over. But basically, from afar um, – Let's give a round of applause, Quinn Grimes. Season high, this game. I uh, love what I've seen from Quinn Grimes. I like how the bench unit made sure that he got touches. And I don't like the fact that Wiley and these guys – Wiley's a funny, um, interesting person. Wiley was talking about how Grimes was getting more touches off the bench, which was something I wanted uh, for past – about two months and today was a prime example of when you give Grimes touches he could give you production I think both goes hand in hand and when both goes hand in hand you get production you get out of Grimes today so sounds to Grimes this is something that I wanted for months now I, <laughs> I watched Dante DiVincenzo no he didn't, he didn't play bad um that's, I don't really care about his play tonight. He played regular, he can, you know, average, but that's what you expect. He's a role player, right? You just need him to give you average. That's about it. But the fact that his first attempt in the game came in the third quarter is very alarming for me. Nobody else could get in the rhythm next to Randall, RJ, and Brunson. Randall was killing in the first half. Dante had zero points. I have a problem with that. Because in the playoffs, we're not going to be living off of that. Like, I'm thinking all about the playoffs. We're not going to be living off of that. Randall not giving me 25 and a half in the playoff game. Like, at all. So I need him. No, not even him. Fuck him. I need Tibbs to find some balance with the starters. If he can find me some balance, then I think we'll be okay. Brunson was awfully quiet this game. They even noticed Brunson played this game until he hit a couple middies <laughs> in the first. It felt like even in, from the first to the fourth, it felt like Brunson was just not playing today. I don't know. Maybe he had a night off. Um, you know, certain players on the Knicks, I've noticed this season, when they really have a night off, they have a night off. I felt like when this was a game where Brunson had a night off, he didn't um, – do too, uh, he didn't do too much with the basketball. So that other players, he, it was exclusively playing through Julius Randle. He was destroying his matchup every time. OG is too – he's too skinny to guard Randle. Scotty Barnes is too skinny. And uh, you don't want to put Pascal Siakam on Randle because now you're going to have Pascal Siakam exert a lot of strength trying to guard Randle. So kudos to Randle for just finding the mismatches, understanding – um, what he needs to bring versus a team like the Raptors. Uh, who else played? Josh Hart played well. When the game was tied 108-108, Josh Hart literally, he did like 
it, it was the offensive rebound, I think, to RJ, if if I'm not mistaken, because once again, like, I'm not doing my notes tonight or nothing like that. I just don't feel like it. I'm, I'm fucking exhausted. Um, he had the offensive rebound. Then he had a play where he had an and one. He also hit a three. So, basically, Josh Hart basically won the Knicks the game tonight when they was tied in the fourth quarter. So, that's what you want to see from a guy who's making $82 million. You got to see his fingerprints every time he touches the court. Every time he touches the court, he can't just settle. He got to put his fingerprints on the basketball game. And another good thing from Josh Hart, low key, because I'm not a box score watcher, right? But he was passing the ball well this game. I think it led to seven assists. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not looking at no laptop. I don't feel like doing that. I'm not looking in front of the computer. The only person I'm looking at right now is my nephew playing Sonic. So if somebody can give me that information, thank you. Um, What else? Hmm. Julius played well. Um, the big German, I heart played fucking phenomenal. Played fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal this game. I I would trade iHeart by the deadline. And it's not because it's nothing against iHeart, but he's gonna outplay himself uh into a great contract next season. And I think he's gonna outprice himself from the Knicks. So iHeart is one of the prime candidates for me to be moved at the deadline just for some assets. Not because I don't want him here. I just think he's too good. Yes, nephew. You want chips? Okay. I'm giving them to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, um, uh, yeah, I heart. Yeah. You need me to open it? Yeah. Yeah, hold it. You're welcome. Can I go sit down, please? You're welcome. But, um, yeah, my bad. But I played well this game. I thought I felt like he protected the rim well this game. Uh, he he, he stood in formidably. He also had Pascal Siakam on lock. I I, I gotta give all, all yes nephew. I gotta give all kudos to um, I Heart tonight. Definitely had Pascal Siakam in a bottle. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. First, it, it felt like. This might sound crazy, but it felt like the first time RJ has played well offensively in about a week and a half. About a week and a half. The first game he's come to life offensively. I'm just talking about outside of the free throw shooting. I'm talking about as far as taking it to the basket, um, shooting the ball, shooting threes, understanding where he needs to be um, on the court, um, understanding what, what play needs to be had in certain times of the game. So, you know, Tibbs is still being a fuck boy, not playing my boy in the fourth quarter most of the time. And it's like, it's like little dirt ball shit like that that makes me not like Tibbs. But, you know, we won, so I can't really harp on it too much. But at the same time, it's like, yo, come on, dude. Come on. You could at least gave that young man some more minutes in the fourth instead of just jumping off, jumping off Josh Hart. But it's like Josh Hart playing so well. He wanted to sit Josh Hart. He can't sit Josh Hart. No, he, what he could do is put Randall at the five. That's what he could do. I would love to see Randall at the five. Like every every time I see Randall get the ball at the top of the key, all I can think about is him next to four shooters. You put him next to four shooters and you got some off-ball action. That shit will probably be fun. 
once again, like, it's not Randall I hate. I just hate the way Randall plays. I mean, hate the way Tibbs plays Randall. I watched Randall get the ball every fucking play in the first half. Like, I was genuinely bored. I'm like, yo, come on, bro. I don't, I don't want to watch this, bro. Like, give me something creative. Like, do something fun. And then Josh Hart, he made it fun for me this game. Josh Hart really made it fun for me to watch this game. Josh Hart and Quentin Grimes. Because I love when Quentin Grimes play like this. This shit makes me smile and makes me happy. I need him to continue to play like this. But it's worth noting that quickly didn't play this game. So I'm still a little long behind that. Because if quickly didn't play this game and Dante still got this amount of shots, what's going to happen when quickly comes back? Will Grimes get the same amount of shots again? Will he get them same looks? So, it, you know, I got it a lot more questions than answers from this game. Um, good questions. I don't think any of them are bad. Uh, at the end of the day, though, I still th- I still feel like the Knicks should go another route at the end of the day. But anyways, um, my co-host, what's up? How are you? Yo, what's up, everyone? State, how's it going? Uh, glad to see that you're enjoying the night, enjoying your nephew, you know, all that good stuff. And tonight's a good night, man. We got to Take the good with the bad. I know a lot of people are nervous about what's going to go, uh, be going on going forward. Schedule is going to be tough, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We talked plenty about that today, yesterday, some really embarrassing losses. But tonight is about this Raptors win. As usual, the Knicks came out and they played, you know, they made it competitive in the first quarter. They slowed it down in the second quarter, didn't play that great. Played like almost absolute trash for most of the third got me nervous, but then they played an incredibly strong end of the third quarter and fourth quarter. Uh, RJ, as you mentioned, he played amazing. Very proud of RJ. That 27 points, it wasn't just the 27 points. It was the fact that he was four for 12, I think, at halftime, one of five from three, and he finished the game shooting 50% um, and three of eight from three, and he was a catalyst in that third and fourth quarter uh, momentum shift where they gave up the lead briefly to Toronto, but in the end... They ended up separating themselves a little bit. The whole team brought the energy. Uh, and I'm proud of the Knicks overall for bringing the energy on both ends of the floor for most of the night, too. Um, we did not see any semblance of defense against the Bucks or Celtics tonight, though. Um, you know, you really saw the effort, especially from Julius Randle, I was proud of. Um, he gets up against certain teams, and he shows up against Pascal Siakam. There's something about that rivalry. Um, that he sort of like takes, uh, I guess, as a challenge, you could say. And like you said, he was locking up Siakam. He was running all around on the perimeter constantly. I saw him flying after the three-point line, which you almost never see from him. Um, and he was absolutely killing it on offense. So amazing game from Julius and, J- uh, and RJ. You almost never see them play a great game together. Uh, Sims, I wasn't crazy about the Sims to start. As you know, iHeart played amazing. I'd rather just see him play 30-plus minutes going forward. That could be what happens. Um, but, yeah, as usual, amazing play from iHeart. Sims, uh, you know, you get some good with Sims. You get some bad with Sims. He's rusty. It's his first minutes of the year. I don't know what Tom Thibodeau really sees in him as far as just throwing him to the fire like that. Um, but, you know, it wasn't enough to – Stop the Knicks from having any momentum really during this game. Quentin Grimes, absolutely amazing. 
and it just goes to show you it's all about uh you know the confidence grimes doesn't do anything the last two games different from what he did all of last season but for the first like five ten games we were saying where's the aggression you know what's with it with qg that he's not shooting the ball when he's open why is he not cutting off ball why is he not putting the ball on the floor uh, and I think it's because he was either uncomfortable with speaking out to Tibbs about the game plan not giving him enough shots, or he was uncomfortable going to his teammates and saying, like, hey, give me the ball a little bit more, you know? I'm trying to get my shot going, that sort of thing. Uh, and so as State loves to say, I blame the coach, <laughs> you know? Uh, I can't absolve Quentin Grimes entirely, but I'm proud of the young man for going off these last two games and clearly bringing the energy on offense and uh, going after it. Every time he had the ball in his hands, he was looking for his shot. He was taking the shot, and he played amazing because of it. So I'm glad that at least Tom Thibodeau maybe instilled a little bit of confidence in him and said, like, hey, I'll give you these bench minutes if it means you're going to get the ball a little bit more. Uh, show me why I'm wrong to not more. And he's been balling out. And Yo, yo, question to you. You're not a little alarmed, though, only because, you know, I'm going to just play devil's advocate tonight. Cause I feel I just feel like playing now. I, want, I just want to be the asshole in the room. <clears throat> Quickly didn't play tonight. Grimes shot well tonight. What do I make of that? I mean, I think you make of it that you just gotta hope when IQ comes back that he doesn't do the little bit of ball hogging that he likes to do sometimes, and you have confidence in those two that um, they both understand. Y you know, they should be able to look at each other and say like, "Hey, this is kind of like a, a mirror that I'm looking at," right? Where it's like these are two young guys that are on a team looking to get theirs, looking to get that next contract. Uh, and they understand that they're guys higher in the pecking order, but they got to work together if they're going to be able to play their best basketball. So hopefully I like to think that quickly comes back and he says, hey, the second unit usually runs really well, likes to share the ball. Um, now that QG is a part of that, we're going to make sure that he gets the ball. I'm not going to, you know, just take 15 shots and only look for my shot, even though. The Knicks don't want to pay me. Film Emmanuel quickly. You just got to have confidence in him to try and be mature in that way. And obviously, Grimes is looking for his. And uh, Grimes isn't going to be the one taking the ball away. You got to trust quickly in that situation to be the guy that initiates that. But uh, I don't know. Well, what do you think about this? Carl, this, this guy here. What you, what you said? My bad. Oh, what did you, oh, <laughs> what did you not hear of that? <laughs> Just go back 10 seconds. Ten, 10 seconds? Uh, I think you just need to trust uh, Emmanuel quickly to be the mature one in the in the room and say, like, he, you know, he's the lead ball handler. He's the one that has the most to try to gain in the situation because the Knicks don't want to pay him. But he has to understand that he's a part of the team and that he's just got to mm -hmm. try to help out Grimes the most he can instead of just looking out for himself. He, um. All right, it's a double S war with that, and then we can go to the panel. The double get your get your. It's a double S war to that. So the double S war to me is quickly quickly playing in the contract. Yeah, bro. What what? How much passion do you want that young man to do? Every time he passes, he he, he got to be thinking about his contract. The only thing I could think of really from what I seen from Grimes tonight is the ball got to move way more, bro. And he got to touch the basketball. When he touches the basketball, it gives him confidence. It seems like he's a rhythm player. So the Knicks right now, we got a bunch of players. 
well, not a bunch, but a lot, uh, our young players specifically, a lot of these guys go off a of rhythm. Um, and Grimes is probably the main one. You notice how RJ he was he got in an early rhythm in the first quarter, um, and just immediately attacking the basket. I, I like it. the the one thing I loved about this game too. Um, aside from me shitting on the Knicks earlier, because when this team gets me mad, they deserve to be getting shitted on, is the fact that these dudes still compete and all of the fucking wings are just fucking taller than all of them. That's the one thing I took from the night. That was like, okay, these guys could, they, they could stay with them, right? I understand the Raptors, they still a rebuilding team or whatever, whatever. They could stay with them, but in March, April, May, I need a tall. I need a tall wing like some cranberry juice, bro. I need one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I totally agree. Because mm-hmm. the thing with Raptors is they have a lot of size and length, but they clearly don't uh, usually know how to. Uh, I, I don't know what it is with them, bro. It's like they like a because they're not a good offensive team. They're not. They're horrible. It's like they like a they like a baked cake, but just no taste with it. They like a yeah, coach stole our plays. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It's like the Raptors don't. Mm, I don't know. They don't got no. Mm. Awesome. Like they don't get. You know. But you can go to the panel though. I don't know. I think. Um. I think D got up here first. Yeah, I see Ari. I see Eddie. The Brutus. Chris. All these guys. No, no doubt. No doubt. Let me get that uh, co-host one time before I start. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting everybody calls. I mean, I mean, I don't mind doing it. I like doing it actually. It helps me to sit down, so I don't feel like fucking talking. Appreciate shit. you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the vibes, bro. I see. Nah. I see this co-host coming up. This co-host coming up. Everybody, just you know, take a second. Elevator music. Do 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 do. All right, all right, all right, all right. I know there was a funeral that was being held. Shout out to my good brother State. But this ain't the time for all that funeral service. We're talking about the game. That's what y'all came to talk Wait, about, right? The post game. You would mute everybody the second you got co Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the vibes. Listen, <laughs> shout out to my brother State, man. I understand his concerns. I understand the worries. Not to poo-poo any of that. But we're talking about the game. So you know where I'm at. Peace and love to the chat. Hope everyone enjoyed the vibes. I'm in the Pacific Northwest, live and direct from Seattle. And with the Knicks down Mitch, the Knicks down Emmanuel quickly, I felt like this was an equal playing field. Toronto Raptors, yeah, they got a bad record, but they've given us hell. Pascal Siakam dropped 50 the last time he was in Madison Square Garden. Looked kind of average tonight. Looked kind of average tonight. Hey, 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 hey. Stay, stay on mute. Scotty Barnes, your boy, versus RJ Barrett. Ah, ah, ah. Look real average tonight. Look real, I can't get wherever I want to go against R.J. Barrett tonight. <laughs> no, nah, that, that's true, though. <laughs> he locked the fuck. So let me, he tried to post up R.J. And, and R.J. eats his oxtails and white rice. <laughs> so shout out to R.J. Barrett for doing his thing. Speaking of R.J. Barrett, hey, look, I'm not going to sit on it too long. Tibbs, I don't know what's up with that fourth quarter rotation. That's something to keep an eye on. But your lucky Josh Hart had it going from the offense and the defensive side. We'll stay tuned about that. But other than that, man, I can't be mad at this. A win is a win. And this is how you this is how you come back after two bad losses. Of course, it's not a playoff team. Of course, they're not a good team. But you still got to get these wins because if you lose to these bad teams, then we're going to shit on you 
this Knicks franchise even more. So they did what they had to do. I want to give a special shout-out to Grimes. I was very hard on a young boy. And with that being said, I said what I said. Once this kid is with that bench unit, it's better for him. And, I, and I'm cool with living on, living on that and dying on that because I felt like what makes him great is it anything to do with him starting. What makes him great is the fit. He's a better fit with that bench unit. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it looks with IQ and him because IQ do have some ball. Like, we like to talk about Randall being a ball hog and Jalen Brunson being a ball hog. Hey, IQ, you got a weapon over there, and y'all look like y'all performed very well in Boston. So this is back-to-back <laughs> games where Grimes had a, had a statement playing off that bench and almost finished the game as well. So that's good to know. This is what teams do. Whoever's hot finishes the game. This is what good teams do. So let's see what they do for the road. You know, I still don't like the fact that we give up threes like it's water bottles because <laughs> this is a bad three-point t- shooting team, oh, and, they, and they really looked really good against us in a three-point shooting. Uh, it's the court threes, though. It's, I know. it's not even I know. The above the break threes, I know, bro. I know. It's the, it's the dribble penetration in the one pass. I know, and we got to we gotta fix that up going forward throughout this campaign because it's, it's a Nick problem. It's not about any other team right now. It's a Nick problem. Pressure's a chewer. Yeah, you want him to shoot that ball, but it's all about the shooters right now. The shooters, they're comfortable in this scheme right now. Going forward, they got to break it down. Yeah, I like pressures. Yeah, I like them too. Yeah, yeah press. Yeah, I ain't go front. I ain't go front. I shit it on the list that. Oh, who, who put the list up? That was uh, the Strickland. Shout yo, out to the Strickland. Yeah, Precious went yeah, to the same high school as RJ. Yeah, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. okay. I like Precious tonight. So, he played tough. You know, I was scouting too, D. I was, you know, I'd be scouting. Hey, listen, I don't get it. I don't get it. Listen, when you on your tyrant, I don't get in your way. I support you regardless. So this is where I'm going to land my plane, and then we can have this show rocking. Obviously, big, big competition coming up next. This road trip is going to be lethal. Didn't really like the Jericho starting situation, but I do like iHeart finishing. So if he could give me some more, if, if Tibbs could give me some more of that, I'm cool with it. I just got to see how it plays out against better competition. Other than that, the panel is free to speak. I know Eddie was in here after me. So hope you all enjoyed the game. Peace and love. Let's talk about this game. Eddie, what's up? Yeah, what's up, Brody? Yo, Eddie, and I need a um I need a Kyle Kuzma update too. You know, I I'm I haven't been tuning in to no Wizards games by accident. I gotta start looking at more Wizards games. I've been looking at so many Orlando games right, and fucking right, let me, Let's games. just get to this game first. All right. All right, all right. Get to the game first, right, though. And, so, then, and, and then you can give me an update. Look, please. man, Go ahead. look, this was a hard fought game for the Knicks. But the bottom line is the Knicks won this game in the fourth quarter. Knicks shot 16 of 20 in the fourth quarter. 16 of 20. That's 80%, all right? Four or five from the three, 80% from the three. What else did the Knicks do? R.J. Barrett, all right? All the props. Everybody wants to give props to Julius Randle. Let's give it to R.J. Barrett. 11, 11 fourth quarter points. Josh Hart, nine fourth quarter points. Another guy. Those two guys help take this game home. It wasn't Randall who had the hot hand in the fourth quarter. It was RJ and Josh Hart, okay? What else did the Knicks do? The Knicks shared the ball. The Knicks had 36 team assists tonight. When the Knicks share the rock, the Knicks win the game. Okay. What? What else did the Knicks do? The Knicks also, the Knicks were out-rebounded this entire game until the fourth quarter when the Knicks out-rebounded 
the Toronto Raptors. We overtook them in the rebounding league. We beat them 42 to 38. Where else did the Knicks beat the Raptors? Bench points. Knicks had 49 bench points. Toronto only had 30. But guess who had 19 bench points tonight? Quentin motherfucking Grimes, okay? That was the difference in the game. That's the bottom line. That's why the Knicks won. Okay, something to get concerned about. Second chance points. The Knicks lost that battle tonight. Toronto scored 23 second chance points while the Knicks only had 15. So we got to start getting those offensive rebounds. That's a, that's a product of Mitch not being here. So all that other stuff, I'm just going to leave it to this. Leon Rose has the next six weeks to have, the, have a career. He, he basically has his career on the line. Leon Rose has his career on the line, has his Knicks career on the line for the next six weeks because it is his job and it is his, uh, you know, his ability to come in and bring some help to this Knicks team and get them to get to the players that we need and get them to the, you know, to place we all want to get to. It's on you, Leon. Yo, Eddie, is there any way, because I want to be greedy, Eddie. Uh, Ari, hang tight. You up next after this. I, I, I want to be greedy, Eddie. Is there any way I could get Kyle Kuzma without giving up Grimes nor quickly? No. Is there, no. Is there any way there's I no get way. There's no way. There's no I way. Have one to of them's got to go. You pick I'm which a, one. That's it. One of them's got to go. You got to give to get in this league. It's quick. It, it's that's most likely get, it's going to be quick because we saw tonight that Quentin Grimes mm -hmm. – can kind of score if he gets hot. So that's a good sign. That's a good thing. Ebony pointed out before the game, we want all these guys' value to be getting up because if we're going to ship one of them and we're going to upgrade this roster, all our players have to be playing good. So listen, it's a good sign Grimes played good tonight. 19 points. That's phenomenal. Really. Back to back, his best games of the season and being town since he came off that bench and at home. Yeah. So if he keeps this up, I think that's like a 20-game margin till January 15th, then it's an easy choice, man. You get another 20-point scorer up here, tall wing that fits your bill state, and we keep it and we keep it moving. I know it's going to hurt a lot of fans to see IQ go. He's a fan favorite, but this is this is this is the way for him to start. I would love, man. Fuck, fuck with, fuck how I feel as a Nick fan. I'm I'm talking about the human being aspect of it. I would absolutely love quickly to go start on Washington next season because they're not going to be tanking. Quickly not going to be taking that bullshit from Jordan Poole. One, two, and he's and he's gonna and he's gonna be really good. Let's. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. saying That IQ is gonna go on to the wasteland. Like I'm not saying it's a shit on him. It's gonna nah. be a really good player in the rest yeah. of his career. Especially especially if the Wizards get like a top three pick, and they let's say they get a big. Oh man, you, you get quickly over there. It is what it is. It was written in stone. But and guy, guys, remember Cam Johnson. He was a restricted free agent last year with the Suns. Suns didn't want to deal him, but KD's name came up, and they they had to pull the trigger. So hopefully that's where the Knicks are at. Hopefully one of these fucking stars gets disgruntled, ass out, no and star. then we could get give up, you know, our guys and get get somebody mm. in here. But we, we don't need even, to get but, get a big name. In but here. we don't need see like the Mikel and Cam thing. Of course it was for KD. But they became good players. Like Mikel became an all star. So that's why I'm saying Kyle Kuzma is the apparent name. So it's, I, it's something to watch. He's CAA, he's family. He likes playing at the garden. He tweeted that shit out. So it's just something to watch. But we, know, 
Ari. Got, yeah, let's go to Ari. Ari, what's up, man? Oh, FYI, Patrick Williams has been playing extremely well. Out of his mind. Out, out of his, his mind since Levine. fucking mind since Zach Levine been gone. So, so listen, man. And Kobe White. And Kobe, and Kobe White. White. So when I say I want a player, I'm just thinking about the long term. But Ari, uh, what's up, my guy? How are you doing, bro? What's up, Steve? What's up, everybody? Shit. Salute to y'all. Um, <clears throat> Eddie, uh, good, good take. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I think that, I think it was a good win, but I think it was a good win for probably different reasons than most. My, I'll start with what I'm concerned about. You know, the Knicks, the Knicks shot sixty percent from the field, and they shot sixty percent from three, and they won by six at home. So, you know. I don't know if that's sustainable. I personally don't think it is, but you take the win, I guess. But they're going to have, um, you know, they're not going to shoot like that every night, obviously, from three or from the field. You know, I feel like everyone was playing well and they still barely won. You know, it just shows how small the margin of error is for this team. Um, so that's a concern. But, you know, ultimately, though, like I've been saying, all I really care about is R.J. Barrett's kind of development. I know this team ain't winning shit, so, you know, I, I want the ceiling of the team to raise, and R.J. Barrett had a very good game. Um, he had his best stretch of basketball that I've seen since the migraine. We need this guy to do well, bro. We need him to do well, and he did well tonight. Obviously, fucking Tibbs ruins his entire rhythm and then puts him back in the game when they're up 11 with two minutes to go, which is fucking ridiculous to me. I don't, I don't understand how that makes any sense whatsoever, but... He did have a good game, um, so I'll give him credit. That, that's important. That's the most. That's my biggest takeaway from the game. I don't give a fuck if they won, lost. Like it really doesn't matter to me. Honestly, at this point, but I'm happy that RJ Barrett's playing well because if he plays well, then then you're talking a different ceiling. Then you're talking the Knicks can do different things moving forward. So good for him. I'm also happy that Quentin Grimes seems to be uh, playing better off the bench. That's a good sign. Um, you know. You want like 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 Eddie was saying, you know, you want the you want the value of these players to go up, regardless of whether or not they stay on their team or not. You want to unlock these guys, right? And it's, it seems like our uh, Quentin Grimes is kind of getting partially unlocked by going to the bench. Now you have to ask yourself, why did you know Quentin Grimes not shoot the ball a lot when he was starting, and now he's scoring points off the bench? And Dante Divincenzo didn't even fucking score today. I don't even know if he scored. He may have scored. I don't know. He probably took, like, two he, shots. He, he had a three. He had a three. Yeah, okay. So how many shots did he take? Three? Like, he probably took three two. shots. Two took shots. Two. So. I got to be honest with you, Ari. I'm going to let you finish. But, like, Dante ain't going nowhere. And his commitment to the team is, like, not – it's not a re- – it, it doesn't have to be based on him scoring. Like, his five assists, majority of those went to RJ. So he contributes elsewhere. I just yeah, want to I'm not talking that. about that, though. It has nothing to do with it. it just, just What I'm trying to say is that – you can't like Brunson, Randall, and RJ. There's no, there's not going to be shots going up for the other guys on the on the on the court. It's not a Grimes problem. It's not a DiVincenzo problem. It's a them problem. It's an RJ, Randall, and Brunson problem. All right. Clearly, because everyone that plays shooting guard next to him, them for long stretches doesn't shoot the ball, and they all play better with them off the on the bench. All right. So at least from what I've seen, and listen, the data is limited, right? You know, we don't have as much data as we would like. But from what I've seen, that clearly seems to be the case. 
Um, in, a, in a game that the Knicks got 36 assists, their 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 team high, Dante Givincenzo, the guy playing in that starting lineup, gets two shots. It's crazy to me. But anyways, I take the win because RJ played well and because it looks like we're, Grimes played well. And, you know, everybody played well for the most part, right? So the value goes up. They shot the ball well and all that. I'll land my plane here. In my opinion, someone who talks shit and thinks they're the man when things are going their way, but the second they face adversity, they run away, they hide, they don't talk to the media, and they throw a fucking temper tantrum, is what I call a fucking pussy, all right? So I don't know what the fuck you guys think about that, but that's just what I think, all right? You know, in my opinion, because why don't you do it when you have some adversity? How about that, all right? How about you do it like that, right? R.J. Barrett plays like trash all the time, and I've seen him come back and drop 20 points and rub it off and brush it off and show some fucking resilience as a fucking person, all right? R.J. Barrett goes, talks to the media after the game every single time, whether he has a good game, a bad game, whatever it is, he talks to the fucking media every single time. He bounces back from adversity, all right? And he doesn't fucking talk shit only when things are going his way, all right? Like, like, like that's the person who does that is your boy. Like I, I said it in the group chat, you know, your boy, when you go gambling and he wins a lot of money, he starts bragging and talking shit to everybody. But the second he loses money, he doesn't want to talk to anyone and he wants to go home and he ain't partying. Like, that's what the fuck I saw tonight, dude. I'm just going to keep it a buck, bro. So thank you guys. Salute from, and I'm out. From who? I, I didn't, I didn't that get was that. A, that was a Randall this ball. I, I just think the timing of that was very off. But I said, yeah, I, what, 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 why, why would we be talking about this tonight? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, everyone talking about this guy's you're supposed to be your, your leader of your basketball team. Bro. I thought, right. Ari, I got to be honest with you, bro. I, I, I get your hatred of, of him not as a player. It's corny. You're not leading by example, bro. I think, I think he led pretty team. I think, I think he led pretty good tonight, bro. He gave you almost 25 and a <laughs> half. Yeah, nine. but that's not what we're talking about, Deej. I'm not talking about tonight. I'm talking about in the playoffs. Yeah, but you actually do this. You can do this in the regular season. Why don't you play hard? In the playoffs, why uh, don't you play hard? We we that, we gotta ahead. see. We gotta see. We're not there. We're not we there yet. See? We've seen for four years. I get Nobody says that he doesn't play hard in the playoffs. He just doesn't play well no, in the playoffs. No, he doesn't play hard. That's different. Hustle, Ari, bro. I, I, I can't agree with that. I, I can't Ari, agree with that. Ari, you Sorry, should bring bro. up how he only had two points in the fourth quarter. I mean, the, you, that's there. That's a good Randall point for you to. I mean, listen, I don't even care about that, dude. It's just about the mentality. Oh, a close game. You know, he played well, but in the fourth quarter he went MIA. It's it's the mentality of like you know I, I you need your leaders to you don't need your leaders to be like doing like like rallying the troops and things are going well real leadership is when things are when things are breaking down you need okay. someone to to go to dude you know I what I'm understand. saying like if he did that when yeah. if he was rallying the troops and playing hard and talking shit like Draymond Green even when he's down then do your shit dude. Well, right now, shit. right. But if you're right. not going to talk to the media, and just because yeah. you dunk on someone, you're gonna you're gonna talk shit because you're you haven't finally having a good game. I think that's corny, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, we're just gonna move on. We're not gonna we're not gonna analyze Ari versus Randall. So, Chris, what's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you felt about the game? 
Because I know State's chilling tonight. His voice nah, Randall up. asked, though. So let's not get it fucked up. Like, well, he's putting up these great numbers. Uh, right. and, uh, and, and don't, nobody, don't, all right, 34, nobody, 8 and 5, 25 and 3, <laughs> Dude, 41, you think that's 6, like normal? You think, that, you think that's like a cool behavior? Honestly, like, if I, I you, think, if I you, think you, you would thinking, do that, you would I not you, talk to the media. Right, after Randall, bad cool. Games? And after good games, you talk shit. Like, would you really do that? You wouldn't do that. Ari, I think you're picking the wrong timing for this. I, I, I'm not saying you're no, wrong. That's it's always the right time to sit it's on the first time he's talking shit. Do you understand? <laughs> nah, wait. You talk about the in, the, the 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 energy you know he's showing tonight. Yeah, he's showing the energy when things. He always shows energy when yo, things go I, well, but he yo, never part, does it when it goes bad. Yeah, but Ari, I don't I, I don't think things were going well. We just came off of a back to back like losing streak. Dude, I'm talking about tonight when he scores and he's playing yeah, he's well. Talking he's talking about laughing, that energy. Talking he's talking about shit. that. Yeah, he plays with energy. He's the so you're, ultimate. So you're telling him to keep that. Same what did he say? I mean, it's fucking up for them. All right, let's move on. Let's move on because we're not gonna do this for for that too long. Let's go to Chris. Because yo, I, Chris, I don't know. what up, yo? I know what Ari is saying. He basically saying he want that Randall that after he did that dunk. Why can't he do it all the time? Like why he can't do it all the time? I understand. I understand. Chris, what's up? Rarely that What's up, bro? now that it happens, mm-hmm. it's just a reminder. It serves as a negative reminder. I feel that. No, I felt it too. I understand what Ari's saying. I understand. I ain't going to harp on it tonight. Randall, yeah, yeah. Randall been playing well. I ain't even going to – you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to get away from the whole trade Randall thing. I still want his ass traded, but at the end of the day, like, I blame everything on Tibbs, man. I don't like the coach, man. But let's go to Chris, though. What's up, Chris? Chris, what's up? We, we apologize. Sorry. I thought this was a. I said in the chat this. I thought this was the quietly our best game of the season. Everyone played well. This was the first time I felt like the big three were playing off of each other really, really well the entire night. And this did change my thoughts on quickly. I do think you might want to consider moving quickly at this point. But that's not why I came up here. I came up here to ask State. State, what you train Nyhart for? I would trade up. Hey, you funny. I know what you go. <laughs> what you trade my heart for, State? Nah, nah. I tell, I tell you, I tell you. I trade him for a first round pick. I Thank you, State. Him. That's all. I definitely trade him for a 2024 first round pick because that's his value right now. He's a starting center. He's just not your typical starting center, but he could start. He's very smart. Plays good high IQ basketball. I watched him literally in in shouts to D. D pointed this out. Cause I ain't really start noticing it to like the third to like the late third, but he had Pascal. It, it was tough for Pascal tonight. <laughs> it was a tough matchup for Pascal. And I, I told D like I don't want Randall guarding Pascal, and Tib the Tibbs agrees. So you know, shout, I'm, out, I'm shout, a, out, shout out to the iHeart gang. Shout out yeah, to shout out to the twenty percent the twenty percent Germans. Man, I'm already twenty percent German. Chris, you got anything? You got anything else? Or we can't yeah, you go got anything through? else? Nah, I got, nah, Chris, you got it tonight, bro. Yeah, I, yeah you're good, bro. You're good. He, yo, he's a, <laughs> he loves trolling you, State. He enjoy it. Nah, as a friend, as a friend. Me. It doesn't bother me, yo. This, to me, also showed as good as Mitch is, Mitch's flaws are evident when you see this team play without him. You know what it is? And I was saying this, and then we'll move on. But just to give my four cents to what you're saying, Chris, it's not it's not a bad thing about Mitch. So it's not, this is not a diss to Mitch. It's more of a compliment to RJ, Brunson, Grimes, 
uh, Hart, Randall, they're able to get to the it's they're able to get to the cup easier. It's just it is what it is because iHeart is obviously like an, he's a free throw extension and above, and he knows how to relocate. And like you know, Mitch is he's just Mitch is who he is, and that's not a bad thing to have. It's just it seems like they get all they get better offensive games when he's not there. If that makes sense. Uh, if I could just push back. Well, on we scored a bunch of points the last couple of games. We just couldn't stop nobody. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I'm not. Listen, I'm not. A, I'm not attacking Mitch. I'm just saying. I, I think there. It's easier for. I'm just saying. Let's stuff. let's watch this recency bias type of we, stuff. Man. We didn't. You know, <laughs> we were getting we were getting out tonight. rebounded that whole from the first in the first three quarters. We were getting dogged on the glass, dogged. And no, it was Eddie. Josh Hart and these guys that stepped up in the fourth quarter. That fucking took us home, man. It wasn't Randall or anything. It was it was RJ and Josh Hart, and these guys Eddie, they, they played hard. And you can't say having Mitch without Mitch. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. We would have been probably blew that fucking team out today if we had Mitch because we would have had a, a ton of second chance uh, points. I but agree. we didn't have it because Mitch was out. So you can't say that. And I'm listen. I'm a guy that crushed fucking Mitch last year. But there is a glaring difference when he's not in the fucking game, especially against a team like Toronto. I agree. I agree. We'll move on. I'm I okay to be wrong. Brutus, what's up, Mayor? Yo, Brutus, what's up? By the way, Brutus, yeah. Williams is playing very well. I'm watching the Chicago versus the Bucks right now. They in, they in OT right now, but he's playing very well, by the way. I just want Pat to- Williams? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, there's so many guys out there that we could try to get, but we'll get none of them or Thibodeau. Oh, I'm not even going to go into that. Just, just a great team win tonight. I'm glad to see how they rallied around. Um, I did see a little bit more pep in um, Julia's step on the defense. And these guys knew that they would have had to pick, you know, pick it up without um, Mitch out there. Um, You know, uh, Sims came in, did what he did. I would have liked to see some more deuce minutes. I don't think that he had to play uh, Jalen Brunson quite as long as he did. I do like Jalen's approach, though. Only took 12 shots. Uh, he knows that the size used against Toronto usually works against him, and he didn't force it. So uh, that was a good thing to see by Jalen. Nine assists, seven turnovers, way uncharacteristic of him. So I'm not going to hold it against him this time. Um, but, you know, i just like to see the fact that he was moving the ball. He didn't try to force up a ton of shots just to get a lot of points. Uh, he let RJ and and Randall do their thing, you know. So, um, so all the way around, good team win. Uh, the real rubber hits the road once we head out to, um, you know, to start this road trip. And uh, let's see how we work out there. And uh, do we have enough to get some stuff done? Yeah, uh, I, I was surprised though to see that they 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 had actually uh, suited up Charlie Brown Jr. And it wasn't Jacob Toppin. I figured it, but but Jacob wasn't even there, I don't think. So I did see in the last game um, in the G League that uh, when he was leaving, he was holding something. So maybe he was a little dinged up. I don't know. But, um, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. I, I Hey, if we just rock with the 10 that we have now, once you have to go into Dylan Windler, uh, what's this other guy? Uh, uh, Daquan Jeffries and and Ryan Archer. That's when you get into serious trouble. We could we could survive as long as you're going Sims and Deuce, but once you get past that, 
then we're going to have some issues. So, yeah, something has to be on, an inevitable move has to be made here sometime, uh, you know, like like Eddie was saying, uh, or, or the next six weeks is going to be a big telling issue in this um, Leon Rose regime. And so we'll just leave it at that. Peace and love, y'all. Peace, Brutus. Peace, peace. State. How's your voice sound? Are you good to go to Dev? And we got Breeze up. Um, yeah, I'm just watching the Bucks and Bulls game right now. Oh, you saw that finish by DeRozan State? Yeah, yeah, I just seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he finishes, man. Hey, I, hey, I'm watching Tommy Cutlets, man, doing his thing. <laughs> Tommy Cutlets, crying. Tommy Cutlets. Yo, Dev, what's the word, man? Yeah, Dev, what's up? Yo, Patrick Williams is really playing well. Bro. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, he he is. <laughs> Him and Kobe White hit a new level once Zach Levine. DeMar playing well, too, low-key. Right, watch DeMar right now. He's got the yo, ball. Yo, Zach Levine. Or without like, Zach. Zach Levine might really be the problem. Like, he really might oh, have Kobe to be White. Better. You got blocked. But, but um, what's up, though, Devin? What's good with y'all, man? Shit, I'm good. Uh, first, I want to say great win for the Knicks tonight. You know, it's always a good time when the Knicks win. First, just start mm -hmm. off with that. Second, with, a, with what I'm about to say, I don't want to come off as the negative Knicks, Knicks fan. I just want to, like, let us be a little realistic about this. Like, let's not drink too much of the Kool-Aid. Ari, I'm with you on Randall. He definitely needs to do that every night. I'm with you on Randall. He definitely needs, like, let's be real. Like, the Raptors are not who we need to be worried about. They're, they're one of the teams in the East that didn't get better in the uh, offseason just like we didn't. But we have the better team. They more down bad than we is. Like, this is, this is not a team we need to be worried about. I expect us to beat the Raptors. It's the, it's the upper echelon we need to be worried about, like uh, the Magic, the Bucks. The uh, heat, we need to be worried about. We need to be focusing on those teams. That's who we need to, like, really, like, lock in on. This team right here is a given. Like, nobody's worried about the Raptors. Absolutely nobody. And I know, I, I know I'm hard on Grimes. I know I talk a lot of shit about Grimes. But tonight, he did his shit. He popped his shit. He popped his shit tonight. But that just goes back to telling you, uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody here got pretty common basketball knowledge. We know the ITs, like him coming off the bench, that just lets you know that's where he need. That's probably his role. Of course, like you got three big scores on the starting lineup. Like I get it, he ain't gonna score as much because you're seeing you're seeing it with Divincenzo. But coming off the bench might be that might be him. And it still it still shows its value, like I was saying the last time. But uh, that's all I wanted to say, man. Like like I said, I'm always glad when we win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. I'm cool. Yeah, it was a good, was a good, good take. They called me a madman, State. Nah. They called me a madman. Oh, you don't want to see Grimes start, bro? We yeah, but now I now you're in a conundrum. I care more about him being successful, man. Mm -hmm. You're in a conundrum now. Quickly, uh, quickly, quickly was out this game, right? Grimes mm -hmm. had his best game, right? Yep, yep. He had his best so game whenever with him, too. Had his so best whenever you make this. Yeah, he had a good game with him last last yep. time, though. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. In, in, okay. in Boston. 
whenever you make this magical trade that everybody wants, you know, yeah. how are you going to make up after the trade? Because whoever you bring in here, mm -hmm. they're like RJ shot the ball 20 times. Mm -hmm. Randall shot the ball 20 times mm -hmm. and Brunson shot the ball 12 times. Correct. So you're going to have to slice off at least that. at least three of their shots per person. But you need more than that because whoever you bring in, that player got to supplement Dante DiVincenzo from the starting lineup. Yeah, like 10 shots. He's going to get like maybe five to 10 shots per night. So who is, who is the best option for that? Because this was only one person that fits the bill for me. For you gotta, you gotta get the most talented wing player that you can get in order to him for in order for that to be successful for the team. So yes, I agree. There's only a few people that could actually do that. Where it a few or, or or we watched one play against us tonight do very well against us. If you didn't notice, yeah, OG was good. Who, yeah, yeah, who didn't good. do good well last game, but he yeah. lit it up. Yeah, he, he kept the Raptors in this fucking game. It wasn't yeah, Barnes. Yeah, but OG not a not a viable option. I know, due to, I know. Due to I know. litigation. So the I guy I was talking about was Andrew Wiggins. But we can go to the next person. Yeah, you know? but we gotta watch with Wiggins though, man. He his mental's off. That whole thing with his girl and shit. I don't. Nah, I he'll, touch nah, him, he'll be straight. We'll get him right. I wouldn't I touch him. him. Well, I after, touch after him. Breeze, since no, well Priest came up. So after Priest, we yeah, yeah, my bad, the, my bad. Oh, yeah, because Eddie's up here. We could talk all the trades after them. Randall, Randall, low key. Through all of the bullshit, low key playing like COVID season, Randall past seven games. Yeah, you gotta he keep is. that up. Yeah, he is. He, it, but he got give me that in the playoffs, so that's why I'm not. I can't even give him no props for it. Like I, I can't give him no love for it. I understand. I understand. We go so, wait. We, we go have go to, to Breeze, yo. Yeah, we gonna have to wait till April, bro. Breezy, talk to him, man. Yeah, Breeze, what's up, man? What's good, bro? Trade everybody, fire everybody. Y'all know the vibes in here. Yeah, you know the vibes. <laughs> You know the vibes. Trade everybody, fire everybody, fuck Tibbs, fuck Randall. We, we forgot everything. Um, start climbs. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Because I, I got to I gotta make sure I know the rules. Whoa, 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 Why are you oh, doing that? Why are you Ultron doing that? Ultron with you? You hear him? Breeze, fix your, fix your thing. Maybe if you like. Nah, you he's good, good now. You could hear him? I, I heard him perfectly. No, he sounded horrible, bro. For real? Yeah. On my end, he sounded terrible, like horrible, like it's like good. ultra. Now you good. Now I can okay. hear you. But damn, I invited Breeze up here because I wanted those like pipe vibes, Utah. I wanted that two game winning streak before we hit the the uh, rest of that West Coast road trip. You said the what happened? I was hoping you'd bring the energy about the win, Breeze. You talking all the uh, hello the negative narratives? I don't think he could hear you, Breeze. Can you hear James or not? Nah, nah I, I'll come back up. That's who is like George Carl and Kenyon Martin. No chemistry whatsoever. I'm crying. Yo, <laughs> big shit. Big. yo I saw yo, shout out to Wu, by the way. I, I know we don't show Wu enough love. Like, he was talking to George Carl the other day. I thought that was entertaining. I was yeah. minding my business though, but that was cool. Breeze, let's try again. I'm back. James, can you can you hear uh can you hear uh, Breeze? Yo, yo. Yep. Yeah, I can hear him. Yeah, you gotta you gotta repeat what you said to Breeze. I wanted those positive vibes going into Utah. I wanted to hear about how great this game was and the potential two game win streak before we hit uh, the tougher teams over on that West Coast trip. But Breeze is talking those negative narratives, so I don't know. 
Oh no, nah, it's um it's a state thing. When I pull up in state spaces, um I gotta do the infiltrate shit. So I just gotta just go ahead and and and, and say the rules. Make sure he's still still on an if anyone's looking for Breeze, the vibes will be at 1 p.m. with him and Sean. <laughs> what are you? Nah, uh, but tonight, but tonight, I think, um, I ain't gonna lie. See, looking at it, all right, I think we got two issues. Two issues. One issue is we got too many people. <laughs> like, like we, Tibbs don't want to do 10-man rotations, but he also don't know how to properly do nine-man rotations. So when people aren't in the lineup, it's a comfortability that they play with that you, it don't matter who's in the nine, the fact that they know, okay, he's out, he's out, I got to play at least 18 minutes today is kind of the difference in you know, like anybody, like if, if you go to a job and you know, you're getting 40 hours, cool. But when you're part-time and them motherfuckers making the schedule weekly and you don't know if you get 15, 20 hours, that shit don't hit the same. You feel me? So like the, the comfortability of the players is, um, is, is kind of tinkered with by time in, in, in a lot of ways. Cause it's like, it, we know certain lineups ain't merit based cause you know they went on a they went on a run with Deuce and then he brought Jalen back in for a certain amount. So you know it's just like, you know, certain nights he you know he don't go with the flow. So as a player on the bench, it's kind of hard to you know keep yourself in rhythm when you don't know what the fuck is going on type shit. So I think tonight um, it just showed because Quentin Grimes was taking shots he probably normally wouldn't have taken because that one off the screen in the fourth quarter. It wasn't even really a good screen, but he just was open and shot that bitch. I'm like, yeah, he know he must he might he must not be coming out the game tonight. That's a I'm not coming out the game shot. Um, the other issue is is we live in two different lives with Mitch in and out of the lineup. So I think a lot of the times on defense, everybody's just used to Mitch being there, which is which is annoying because a shot goes up. And it's like second nature for, I guess, everybody to know that Mitch got it. So, like, people's bodies not even reacting to boxing out. In the NBA, nobody boxes out anyway. But um, people's bodies not even, like, attached to the person closest to the ball or trying to make a play for the ball. It's like they assume they get in the rebounds, which led to a lot of uh, offensive rebounds, spray out threes. But on the flip side, offensively, it's a little bit cleaner because there's more room. Even uh, Sims, he, Sims finds a way to stay out of the way kind of more than Mitch. Like he, I don't know if he just is the perfect spot baseline and, and foul line extended, even though he, he never does anything with the ball, but it's, it's just a spacing thing. So when you see those threes open, that's because, you know, RJ gets downhill, Brunson gets downhill, uh, Julius gets downhill and it's, it's, that's that's how you play basketball. The defense is kind of crazy. I think it's funny that uh, the Indiana Pacers and the Halliburton shit, we done turned to the Nickyana Pacers now, and we can't fucking stop nobody no more. So that shit is that shit is funny as hell. Y'all wanted 130 a night? Ooh. You feel me? Now we got motherfuckers looking like Buddy Hill. <laughs> Yo, this shit blowing my 
We had 97 after three quarters, bro. Yeah, like, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, we shoot 60% every night. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> nah, care. man. You're not going to get – you're going to get swept in the playoffs thinking like that, brother. Nah, but listen, you man, shot 60% I, I'm, I'm just happy three. the Knicks are shooting 60% from the field. That's fucking awesome. 80% in the fourth quarter. Bro, we'll that's do it again. Game. That's how you win. Do it again. They bottom three like and field goal percentage. Think, like, I'm, you, want, think, you want me to go with that cookie? That. My bad, Brace. Nah, you good. I think we – um. I think we're more likely to shoot like that with Hartenstein in the lineup than Mitch, but we giving up the the defensive and the possessions. So it's like we're going to score on the first possessions, but defensively we're not going to secure the rebound. The last thing I'm going to say, that shooting guard spot is the soul stone. Somebody must be sacrificed in that shooting starting shooting guard spot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if it's two-game sample size. I don't give a fuck if it's one game sample size. I watched the Avengers movie and I know what has to be done. So I think get Dante out that spot. We need everybody that's we want to sacrifice in that spot. So Josh Hart, get in that starting lineup, bro. Feel me? You sacrifice your uh your three attempts a game. Nobody gonna give a fuck. Dante, get out of there, bro. We need you to shoot that bitch. All right. Starting shooting guard Julius Randle. That's what I want. You know what's funny, though, State? To Breeze's point, if it was Josh Hart in that shooting guard spot and he only took two shots a night, nobody would give a fuck. Nobody. Right I wouldn't that. even bat an eye because I know that's not his role. Yeah, shit like that would make me mad. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Breeze. The starting shooting guard is already on the Knicks already, bro. He's playing small forward right now. The yes, starting sir. small forward is not on the New York Knicks. We need a small forward badly, bro. And not. And and why do you think that RJ is a two? He's a two. He's a big two. He's not your traditional two. Hey, twos? I can't name a two that can't shoot a three pull up. Or, like, Brother, he's making threes this year, right? Not from not pulling up, though, bro. He's bro, go check the numbers, man. We're not doing math class right now, bro. It's mad late. Then get no, up. Check the numbers. Your starting two has to be able to he can shoot. He's been shooting well from three this year. Shoot. I'm saying there's limited creativity. That's why you put him in position. RJ's best position right now is four. Yo, Wu is hilarious, by the way. Every time Wu every time Wu come up here, he posts up another jumble truck. Yo, shout out to Wu, man. Top five. I don't got no fucking. I was with a female earlier, bro. I don't got no fucking female with me. Bro. He did the same thing for Breeze. He's just he's just fucking with y'all, man. This is how Wu shows love, man. Yeah. Now Breeze, Breeze. I mean Breeze, man. Breeze, you up next after State's done. Well, um, Knicks need a tall wing, bro. That shit stands out like a sword. No, they, they do. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying I don't think RJ is the two. He's he the two. Get me a get me a modern three. Give me Herb Jones. Give me a modern three who could play the three. We would be fine because Jalen Brunson is an elite catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, an elite pull-up three-point shooter as well. So, yes, put RJ at the two. When you put him at the two and the way he's playing defense, oh, yeah. You get you a nice three who could come in and get his own shot. Man, yo, the perfect three that would fit with the Knicks right now from like 2000, 2010 is like Danny Granger, a prime Danny Granger. You just plop him in the three right now. Sounds Next like Kuzma. 
Sounds like cool. Danny Granger was a million times better. Yo, I, know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Priest, what's what's up, man? Hey, yo, stay. Hey, yo, stay. We might we Ooh. might need you to scrub up, bro, because we need you to facilitate Tibbs MRI to check this nigga's brain because we need to figure out what's going on. <laughs> Why the fuck is RJ Barrett not playing in the fucking fourth quarter? What the hell we got going on? You paid him to what? <laughs> This nigga RJ look like he gotta take a little couple espresso shots to get up so we can get his twenty before the fourth come. You saw that boy out there trying to figure this shit out, trying to get his to get his in before he get his ass benched. It's sad for my fucking guy, man. But they won tonight. I ain't gonna be a Debbie Downer. Um, I'm on the train. I want my parlay tonight, so I'm feeling swell. Um, but I'ma just end it on this, man. Good win. RJ Barrett need to play more on the floor. When we come down and we gotta play, you know, better wings, um, and not trash ass Raptors, that Josh Hart, them Josh Hart minutes might look a little funky. What the fuck is Tibbs gonna do then? It's loud as fucking head, but y'all have a good night, man. Appreciate you, Priest. I mean I mean, yeah, the RJ being benched thing is a thing. It, like Nobody goes sugarcoat that. It's kind of getting a little bit ridiculous now because RJ is actually playing very well. But like Eddie said, Josh Hart played phenomenal in that fourth quarter. So, well, to be fair, too, remember RJ started the fourth quarter with the bench unit. Yeah, he, he he had like I think. Hold on, I have it here in front of me. He had two, four, uh, three, hold on, five. He had seven points in the first fucking six minutes of the fourth quarter. And he finished with 11 points in the fourth quarter. So, listen, what, what Tibbs did work. So, I know he took RJ out. He RJ went out about, hold on, about, about the six-minute mark, something like that. Yo, uh, Eddie, I, yo, res it I respect it. I respect it, right? But when it comes down to, you know, a higher level of competition, we'll need to see what he do then. Because well, I have a look, funny look. feeling he's going to go right back to his boy Josh because you know Tibbs loves his old reliable. Listen, he, need, listen, he, needs, he needs somebody he can depend on. He Josh needs Hart, it. Like a, Josh like Hart a, had, had nine big points too in the fourth quarter. He, and, he helped. After RJ went out, he scored. He was the guy that was scoring for us. So it, it actually worked out tonight. You know what I'm saying? It, it worked out for Tibbs. So, and I'm not the fucking Tibbs defender by any means. But it worked out tonight. But you're right. When we go up against some real competition, when we go up against, you know, teams that are over 500, then we'll start fucking talking because we need RJ to be our fucking guy. We no. need him to be, you know, that guy when Brunson, let's face it, he didn't have it tonight. And Randall didn't have it in the fourth quarter either. So, you know, we thankfully we had RJ and, and Josh Hart in the fourth quarter. But there's going to be times when we're going against tougher teams and when Bassett's ain't going to be easy to come by. And you, you guys know it's coming. You all know it's coming. I can't wait for the day the Knicks bring me a superstar to have with RJ. I'm going to start crying. It's going to be a great, glorious day. You're so stupid. All right. That's all the, that's all the, the people that had the request. So, good night. The show is over. No, I'm kidding. Let's talk that Kuzma shit, man. That's what I've been waiting for with Eddie. You're talking January about the world champion, Kyle Kuzma? January 15th, Evan and IQ, the hometown boy goes back to the DMV and we get that 6'9 wing that status just salary. I don't want Kuzma, man. That don't excite me at all. He too light-skinned. He is, but this is a light-skinned. He light too pretty. Unit. 
It's a, it's a light skinned unit, my brother. Nah, he's too handsome, man. I need he's somebody. He's a light skinned champion, state man. I nah, he's too pretty, man. He's he too handsome. Uh -huh. He dread. Nah, man. Get, can I get somebody ugly, man? All right. Well, let's start then with. You're gonna Kuzman. get the Rosen. Let's start with. Yeah, that. Yeah, he he fits the bill. There for you ugly. go. Get yeah, the but he can't. He, no, he can finish the around the cup, bro. He can finish like around the cup. All right, let's go to the let's go to the list of names because they already because Ann Bagley already took a poop on Demar and and Bojan for right now. Brutus, Brutus, wait for right now. They're gonna revisit that. Eddie, talk to me about January fifteenth. Yeah, of course. I'm worried about Fashion Week. Oh, oh shit! Hey, fashion Week is nah, January fifteenth is the day that Kuzma can be traded because it's the day that most of these guys that re-sign over the summer can be traded. Now, there's some guys that sign later. Um, I don't know off the top of my fucking head, but there's some guys. I think it's Josh Hart. He can't be traded till February. He might even be. He might not even be able to be traded this season. But Kuzma. The day he can be traded is January 15th. So that's the first day he'll be available. So, you know, we got about, what, five weeks until then? Yes, and sir. Remember, remember, all you guys got to remember this. Kuzma signed a descending contract. And you know what that means. So he's making 25 this year, and it's 23 next year, 21 the year after, and then the last year, 19 million. So, yo, that's not going to come cheap. I know all you guys on Nick's Twitter are going to be like, Oh, just give him Evan and, and IQ. Nah, it's not going to come that cheap. You're going to have to give up picks if you're going to want a nice, long fucking contract. That's four years and going down. And now the Knicks, they, you know, they don't, if they get Kuzma for IQ, they don't have to pay IQ. They're paying Kuzma that money and they stay under the second luxury tax threshold. And if you're under that threshold, you are good to go because you could still make trades. You don't lose your draft picks. You could trade dollar for dollar. You could still trade in the NBA. Once you go over that shit, you are fucked as a franchise. I don't you like can't Kuzma make trades. You, you, uh, listen to me. I'm just saying, if you, you the Kuzma trade is very smart. It's a good deal. You know, the DeRozan trade isn't stupid either. But the thing is, DeRozan's not signed past this year. So DeRozan might say, come back next year and say, yo, I want $25 million. I want $27 million. And then that money goes up. And then we're getting closer and closer to that threshold. Remember, $190 million is your little is your hard cap. Everybody put that in your head. Once you get over that $190 million, and it could go up a million here or there, but once you go over that number, $120 million. Not sorry, $190 million. That's it. Are, that is it. It's a wrap. Your friend, you, you got no moves left. So this Phoenix Suns, for example, they got no moves left. They're going to be losing their draft picks, their first round picks go into they, they start losing picks seven years down the road. Shit gets crazy with this second second threshold. So it's like a hard cap. So Kuzma's a, a, a it's a wise decision, but if they're bringing in Kuzma, they better make sure that he works with Randall, with RJ, with, with Brunson. It's got to work. So Leon Rose and them they got to be doing their homework right now. He's a CAA guy. You got to know this guy's mentals. We got to know what this guy's motivations are what he wants does he want to be a champion again does he want to be on a winning team we got to know that shit about kuzma it's not about your team anymore it's about winning winning that's the bottom line with kuzma so yes and more than kuzma that's a damn shame what's that if kuzma wanted to win so bad he would have signed with the knicks in the offseason for less well well that was also on leon rose we could have probably had him in the offseason yeah, but they chose dante because 
They wanted to, you know, hook up the Villanova squad. And listen, I'm not killing this Villanova squad because they're good. They're, they're, they're a glue group, but Kuzma's the talent, man. He's the fucking, he's next level over I'm, those guys. So we'll I'm, see. We'll I'm see, but Appreciate that, Eddie. Appreciate it. I want yeah, James Harden or something, man. I want the next MVP out of nowhere. I want the next John Starks. I want the next, you know, Xavier Tillman, you know, X-Man. I want the next Anthony Mason. I want the next come out of nowhere Nick who's just an all-star. For, that's what I want. Y'all giving me all. I don't want fucking Kuzma. Kuzma will never work with Randy. Who you want? And then we I go to that. I you I want. Yeah, Tillman. but Wiggins... But but you gotta sell you gotta sell the Warriors on what you're gonna give them. You think you think IQ and Evan and, and they're gonna the they're gonna want RJ Barrett. Yeah, they're gonna want RJ Barrett. No, they're not. 